Hey, that's Yonde. And that's Isa. And it's the Cacti Life. Welcome back to the second episode. It is the podcast After Dark. We are recording this almost at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right now it is about 11, a little bit past 11 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening or whenever. <laughs> or whatever if you're in california or if you're i don't know if you're in california then good evening it's still still nighttime Mm -hmm. if you're you know in an african country um good good morning good morning it is currently 4 a.m in the morning shout out to all of my family members in nigeria it's four in the morning (laughs) (laughs) If you are in the Philippines, then you are about 12 hours ahead of us. And currently, good morning. It's like 11 o'clock. You're traveling the world. Hey, man, I don't know. Man, this is like Epcot already. (laughs) (laughs) This is a red-eye podcast flight, basically. (laughs) This This is the podcast with jet lag. Exactly, because, or more sleep deprivation, really. <laughs> As the usual, my sleep schedule is whack. Yeah, so like, is mine. very, very whack. But I think everyone's is, so. And yeah. we're all. <laughs> this, I think... this... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I think, I think now I've developed a normal sleep schedule of um, go to bed at maybe 3 a.m. and then wake up at around maybe 10.30. That's me. That's me. Mm-hmm. More 4 a.m. really because that's where I'm like, yeah, maybe I should sleep, you know? Like, <laughs> at the entire time I'm like, sleep sounds like a good idea, but... It sounds like a good idea, but you know, if Is I had a nickel it? for every, if I had a dollar for every time that I ignored a good idea, <laughs> I, I, I'd have Butch. exact, I'd have exactly five dollars. <laughs> exactly, exactly five dollars. How do you count the amount of? Do you count the amount of times you ignored a good idea? <laughs> no. Exactly $5. Because that's what is called a bit, Isa. It's a bit. Uh uh. Ah ha ha ha. (laughs) Start a new segment called Iwande's Puns. Called my. It's not a pun. (laughs) That wasn't a pun. Again, it is evening, so. Maybe I'm going to blame it on the hour that I do not comprehend. The hour of 11. <laughs> it's 11.16 right now. And we have a lot more to go. Oh, we have so much more to go. Speaking of which, how's your week been? My week's been... It's been pretty busy. I have work. Ooh, now. what work? I have, a job. I have a job now. So basically, it's a job in sales, essentially. Um, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like cold car, cold calling. It's not telemarketing, mm-hmm. but like our company, it takes in a lot of like college kids and students. And, um, essentially we sell this top line of kitchen cutlery called Cutco to people, but only people that we've been personally recommended to. So we start out with people that we know and we do demos for them, like showing the nice stuff and, you know, we get them. You know, if they get them to buy the knives, and they're pretty pricey knives. They're not. They're not cheap. They're pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Only because like they last literally forever. Like when I was doing it, like I learned there are people who've had these knives since like 1959. Like they last forever. Oh. Sell it to us ever. right here. Yeah, I'm not selling you. I've done this. <laughs> I've done this demo like at least 16 times now. I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> ah. Come on, this is a place. <laughs> At least. <laughs> no, the demo is like forty-five minutes long. So okay, I can sh- I can tell you, um, like the main pitch is that you know, you always have to reiterate the forever guarantee. 
These knives are the forever guarantee so at any point in time, if any point in time that you want, you can get them replaced for a discount or anytime you want, you can get them sharpened for free. And they're better against our, to- against our top competitors, Westoff and Shun, because they have a double D stay sharp edge and they have comfort grip handles so that they so that they're better and easy and easier to use in your kitchen and that these knives can actually slice right through a tomato and glide right through a pineapple. Wow. Sold. (laughs) Man, what do you love that? (laughs) Yeah, my favorite is actually the spatula spreader because it's a knife. It can cut bagels, (laughs) but also spread stuff at the same time, too. Ooh. Imagine, okay, imagine that being like a family heritage item. A knife. <laughs> like, it, it, like a family heirloom is just a knife. Actually, I have a friend whose family heirloom, I kid you not, is a gold necklace of Donald Duck. <laughs> and she, she she proved it to me. She's like, I'm not joking. And she sent me a photo. And I'm it's really... beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, is it like a tiny thing? Or is it like a tiny, like a charm? Or like, is it's it like, bigger? no, it's like, a necklace like you can it's like a medium-sized charm of donald duck <laughs> and it's him like low-key mad <laughs> the thing is when is donald not low-key mad though honestly donald is high-key mad all the time he's 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 always over it all i mean the time. people are bullying him bro people bully him <laughs> i mean honestly no sometimes i think about how like how old like mickey mouse like the mickey mouse and donald duck cartoons are they're like really forever old. guarantee Forever guarantee, just like <laughs> they are classics. They are classics. Like they even started. Did you know? Actually, I learned this because I, I remember I used to be really into anime animation when I was a little bit younger, maybe like middle school. And yes. I actually learned this fact about um the creation of Mickey Mouse, right? Mm-hmm. So, what happens at Walt Disney? So actually, the creation before Mickey Mouse was called Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yes, so that was. Disney, and that was um, Disney, I mean Walt Disney, not Disney the company, Disney the person. Um, that was his first creation, his character. And mm-hmm. then, he, and he, I forgot who the person, I forgot his name, but he was like, but he had a partner that he was doing, um, I guess he was doing like his business with, or like his the creative side of the business with, or like, he was like an animator, I think, I forget his name. But, um, yeah, they were doing this collab or something like that. And then Walt was on the train to go to, I think, the studio to have, like, a meeting or meeting or something with him. And mm-hmm. um, he realized that when he got there that the person, that the man that he was creating with had actually stolen it. Because this, um, this was before Walt Disney, like, panned it and, like, copyrighted it or something. You know, I guess in modern, in modern, like a copyright, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, patent, you know, made it his own. Um, yes, he had realized that he had essentially taken that character and also half of his animators and went oh, and stole that. So on the train ride back, he started thinking of his character, which would be, uh, which was a mouse, and actually, um, his wife Lily wanted to saw the saw the drawing and wanted to give it the name Mortimer Mortimer Mouse so you you really could have been looking at Mortimer we love that or actually no I think it was Walt who wanted it to name Mortimer and Lily is actually his wife Lily wrinkled her nose and was like no maybe how about Mickey so Mickey Mouse yes sir that's the greatest segue to Man, animation sticks with us in so, like, it's it has a forever guarantee. But let me tell you, this is like, okay, this is the possibly the greatest transition. <laughs> <laughs> because I had the weirdest dream having to do with uh, Disney animation. Not Mickey Mouse, but a dream with Disney animation specifically, like a movie. Was it a dream that was also a wish your heart makes? No, it was... Dude, you wouldn't even, like... I bet you wouldn't guess it. You wouldn't guess it. It's... <laughs> it was a movie having to do... It was a dream having to do with Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. <laughs> and here's the thing. I... I still remember it to this day because it was, like... 
I'm, I was Wreck-It Ralph. In the dream, I was Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Wait, and... so you were... Okay, but okay, were you wrecking, like, the building that the people... No, were? I was just, like, acting out the movie, and then um, the guy who... You know the guy who owns the apartment building? Like, Gene? Yeah, whatever. Gene, yeah. And he's all like, um... Like, oh, Ralph, you don't belong here, whatever. Yeah. Like, once it got to that moment... Um, something happened where he was over a floor of lava and I <laughs> saved him <laughs> and he was like, ah, oh, Ralph, like, you're such a good guy after all. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I'm like, wait. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> it was, the no, and I've had weirder where it was like, this other dream I had was a crossover the most ambitious crossover, I'd say. Okay. Of My Little Pony and Austin and Allie. I kid you not. I, I, have, <laughs> I have no, you know, sometimes there are no words, you know? The, <laughs> that's all I have to say. I don't have to describe the dream because it was just... <laughs> I don't know what that... And then more recently, now mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with Disney. Mm-hmm. I just watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Such a good show. Yeah. And I was in the show and I was with one of the main characters, not main characters, but one of the people in the main group named mm-hmm. Sokka. Yeah. And yeah. Katara. Mm-hmm. And we were just messing around the entire time. And I don't know. We were just like, it was like some Outer Banks Netflix show where we're just fooling around like oh whatever but it was Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender <laughs> nice so what's been your weirdest dreams you want day my weirdest dreams honestly I have uh, I wish I could think of any like recent weird dream like literally I can't think of any dream recent I've I had I used to have really weird because I watch TV a lot so I used to have really weird dreams as a child, like, mostly of, like, the things that I watched on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know I had a dream about Blue's Clues, <laughs> but, like, um, I don't remember what it was, but it was literally just, like, a standard, like, Blue's Clues episode in my dream or something. Who's hadn't had a dream about Blue's Clues, really? <laughs> Honestly, no, honestly, like, the day that Steve left for college, it was a sad day for every for every child. The new Blue's Clues is not looking good. <laughs> Honest? Actually, I actually really like it. The new Blue's Clues? I actually like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I saw it. I, I look it up, and I'm like... Uh, like... <laughs> thing is, I actually really like him. Like, he has such, like, a good energy and good vibes to him. You okay. Know? Yeah, his name is... Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there's a, there's a new Blue Scoos that's out. It's um it's called Blue Scoos and You. It's starring Blue and Josh. Josh is the cousin of Steve and Joe. Mm-hmm. And he's actually a Filipino, which I liked a lot. I was like, yeah, I'm not Filipino. But I was, you know, <laughs> diverse, you know, diversity. I liked it a lot. And, you know, he's very good. He's very fitting for the host of a new generation, you know? And, mm-hmm. it's, the, and it's the same creators of the original Blues Clues. Same same team. Same on pretty much everything. Just, you know, it's just an updated version. You know, Blue is in 3D now instead of 2D. That um, bothers yeah, me. Yeah, all the characters are in... Are al- almost all the characters are in 3D and not 2D. Um, but, most, but pretty much everything else is the same... That- a lot of this old episodes and recreated them for um, uh-huh. new and for the younger audience. So I actually recognize some of like the um, some of the episodes. Like I watched one of the episodes. And I was like, oh, I, rem- I remember this. It's like when they, you know, went to when they had like a sleepover or like when they had to make snacks. But it still feels pretty, pretty nostalgic, you know, so timeless. Did you know that Blue's, that the dog blue, is a girl? Yeah, Blue's a girl. I, I did and not so, know. And so is Magenta. Magenta and Blue are both girls. I knew Magenta was a girl. Because, like, I I mean, I assumed as a kid. I'm like, oh, yeah. pink, girl, blue. Yeah, 
no eyelashes <laughs> must be a guy because that was the norm in animation you know like something blue with no eyelashes would be like a girl or something yeah or a guy like, you know, yeah actually you know when i watched fairly odd parents i was always confused as to why foop the baby of cosmo and wanda was a boy when he was purple <laughs> and had eyelashes and i was so confused like why 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 is that <laughs> oh and the wonder pets um the guinea pig i forgot yeah. her name but it's also a girl i knew that that i knew of i didn't i just thought really? it was a really high-pitched guy no i just knew that Linny was a girl Ming Ming was Ming Ming was a girl and Tuck was a boy. I know that. Man, Tuck, my man. Yeah, did you know that Tila Dunn, um, the fame, the you know, the semi-famous YouTuber, was the voice of Tuck when she was little? I have no idea who that YouTuber is, but that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, for everyone, for anyone who knows who Tila Dunn is, that was her in Wonder Pets. So that's trivia for you. I still remember the song. (laughs) It haunts me. Yeah. Oh, third grade just... <laughs> third grade third dude grade. when the phone rang every single at least three people would be like the phone the phone, phone is, is ringing, ringing. <laughs> then in the back there's an animal in no, trouble no. the teacher's orchestrating <laughs> <laughs> there's an animal in trouble there's an animal, animal in, tr- in trouble somewhere, somewhere. then tuck does the urgh. <laughs> where, he has, where he struggles to get out of his date uh, yeah. in the water and then they sing about like the penguins stuck in an iceberg yeah cause they look, in, they look through the phone which is like the can with the string <laughs> honestly I actually like I liked the um I forget what they called it I forget what, it, what they called it but like their like little like flying like their little flying like thing the I I know they're, what you're talking about. Their ve their little vehicle flying yes. thing. I forget what it was. I forget what they called it. It was something specific, but I don't remember. But I, I always liked it. <laughs> it was made of like popsicle sticks and like a container and like yes. plastic wheels. <laughs> and it was just, it was, they were iconic. They were an iconic uh, trio. They mm. were the iconic trio. So the iconic trio. I would argue they were the iconic trio before, like, Harry, Hermione, and Ron. But that's just me. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's just me. Uh, that's true. That's also not all factually true, considering that Harry Potter books came out in 97. I understand, but this is my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this okay, is my childhood. <laughs> so, for me, this is the iconic trio. <laughs> Can't tell me otherwise, unless it's, like pajama masks then okay <laughs> and they mix it up now weird. it's two guys and one girl now it's two guys and one girl <laughs> there's one gecko there's a cat then there's an owl <laughs> wait what are you talking about pajama pajama masks i'm not saying it right pj masks pj masks <laughs> pajama masks uh, pj masks the kids like kids, when I when I um, te- when I taught Sunday school, a lot of and I taught three and four year olds, a lot of them would talk about PJ masks, you know, and like I never watched an episode, but like you know, I like would see like commercials of it. Mhm. Mhm. And then there was like Bubble Guppies, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, I remember that. Did you know Cameron Boyce was Jake? Really. Yeah, I, I found actually that see out that. like a long time ago. I was like, oh, camera voice was Jake. I didn't hey. know that. Yeah. There was also um, Ninjago. Ninjago. I didn't watch <sighs> a lot of Ninjago, but I watched when like sometimes when it came up, I'd watch an episode. So good. As a like my brother watched was watching it, and I was like, hey, this looks interesting, and then I got obsessed with it. <laughs> it was like my Avatar: The Last Airbender, and this one character, his name is Lloyd, had the an amazing redemption arc. <laughs> it was so good. It was akin to like Zuko in Avatar. For yeah. me as a kid, I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, when like people refer to their childhood, you have to like, I think, oh yeah, what were your childhood TV shows? But like, um, but like you have to differentiate, you have to separate it between like your, like your 
like your baby and toddler and like little kid childhood and mm-hmm. like your most like the recent childhood you know it's true because I mean? yeah like, we watch different shows at like different points in time yeah you know so like if you're talking about if i'm talking about like my like little kid childhood shows i'm like thinking of like okay like every time i would like watch tv or like watch like nick jr or like uh disney jr before it was <gasps> called disney jr Playhouse or Disney. It was Playhouse, Playhouse Disney. Playhouse Disney. Literally, <laughs> I mention it every time I mention Playhouse Disney. Everyone looks at me like, "What are you talking about?" I what? Remember that. I was like, "No, the dis like because like but like people know what I'm talking about." But if I mention Playhouse Disney, no one knows it by the name. So I have to say, "Oh, Disney Junior." Before it was called Disney Junior, and I have to mention like specific shows, and they go like, "Oh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that." Playhouse I Disney. Playhouse. Oh. Playhouse Disney was great because I remember. Like, it was, like, in the morning. They had all these great lineup of shows in the morning. It'd be, like, Imagination Movers and then Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And yes! Then, um, and then ha- and then Handy Manny. <gasps> Dude, okay, let me tell you. I recently watched Handy Manny, like, over again with a few friends of mine. <laughs> we were like, let's relive our childhood for a bit. And, dude, <laughs> it was so much of, like, el... El mantel eh, rojo. This is red. Like they would speak in Spanish and then say it in English, and I was like, "Stop!" <laughs> Almost every single sentence they say in Spanish, they'd repeat it back in English. Which I understand when you're a kid, you're trying to learn Spanish, and you might as well know the translation. But like yeah. now, I'm like, "Ah, just." <laughs> yeah, it's like Dorothy Explorer. You know, you have to. It's like whenever she says, "Donde esta? Where is the?" You know. <laughs> It's like, bruh, I I learned, okay, but safe to say I learned um some languages through kids' shows. You remember Nihao Kailan? Nihao Kailan. I'm not really, saying that's... that right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nihao. Nihao. And, like, her friend, I always, like, loved, like, the koala. Uh, yeah, it was a koala. Yeah, it was. That's weird, is to- isn't it? Wait. Yeah, why was, I was, like. I mean, I guess because China and Australia are, like, somewhat near each other. Like, there's just, like, a, um, is there an, that's an ocean. It's the Indian Ocean, right? I don't know geography. We don't know anything. (laughs) I don't know anything. I I don't know. I don't know. Someone correct me. Is it the Indian Ocean or is it a sea that's separating? I'm pretty sure it's the Indian Ocean, but I could also be wrong. This is how you know we're bad at geography. (laughs) We are bad at geography. Um, It is also too late to think. So... (laughs) It is, so yeah. I was literally wondering, um, yeah, why is a koala? Yeah, why is a koala in China? But maybe because China and Australia are like somewhat close to each other. I don't know. But in any case, I liked him. But I also liked the monkey Ho Ho. He was really cute. <laughs> that was he was really cute. Although I barely remember him. I only remember <laughs> Boots from Dora, Boots the from OG Dora, monkey. The O yeah OG monkey man. He was man. He was. He was there just tagging along. What a great guy. Oh my god. I remember I remember like watching the 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 Dorothy's for like the all the special episodes they had. I remember I mean I remember all the regular mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I mean not all the regular, but I remember like the special ones like I remember the one with the mermaid where like the octopus was trashing the ocean and then like <laughs> she put on the crown and then Dora turned to the mermaid. I remember. <gasps> Dude. There's, like, oh, I love those so much. You have no idea. As a kid, whenever there was, like, any episode of any show where, like, the main character, the protagonist, she gets turned into, like, princess, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow! I also remember the one with, like, the snow princess where, like, she looked like the snow princess, so, like, she pretended to be the snow yes. princess. Yes! And, man, okay, can we talk about the real misunderstood person in the the Dora series. I'm talking about Swiper the Fogs. Yes. <laughs> Man, this guy just wanted to... He wanted to, like... He needs stuff, bro. Like, they're they're always saying no to him. What about yes? <laughs> he's Come he's on. Holding... He's like, oh, man, he's even nice about it. No, he but... doesn't... No, because the thing is, there's no consent. They never consented <laughs> to him have, having or any of their stuff and the thing is like he doesn't even take it for himself he just throws it somewhere does he and then yeah 
yeah after like if like it doesn't if like the swipe or no swiping doesn't work then he just mm. takes it and he throws it somewhere he's like i like you'll never find it now and then they have to find it <laughs> oh okay but still maybe he's misunderstood <laughs> maybe maybe he's just misunderstood there's like so many characters in shows that are like that people say like oh they're just so misunderstood and I'm yeah. like, okay, maybe. <laughs> at this point, like, looking at villains in character shows, there are some points where I'm like, and when I hear, like, there's so much hype around these villains, I'm like, wait a second. There's... <laughs> you have to stop and think. Like, wait. Is this... I don't know. Villains are so complex nowadays. Yeah. Think Hans of Frozen, Bro. Who would have seen Han- that coming? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hans. Hans was he wasn't. I guess he he wasn't really a complicated villain. But the thing is, he just like. Because I guess in terms of villainy, he I guess he fits like the archetype of um, of I get because he had twelve brothers. I don't get anything, so mm-hmm. I kind of want something. But he but he doesn't do it in, but he can't. He doesn't have the patience or you know the. Um, virtue to you know believe that good things will come to him that he has to do it his own way mm. you know but he's also very smart and and like not conniving but he uses like his charm to his advantage so in that sense he's not very a complex villain but like I guess in terms of twist villains like that's where he actually falls under the category yeah. of twist villains because Disney has a whole category of Actually, I saw this video on like twist, on like mm. rating twist villains mm-hmm. and uh, rating Disney twist villains. And I think Hans was like, I think I forget what his rank was, but I think he was kind of high up because you know, I know. I mean, like on the first watch, you don't see it coming, but yeah. after the second time, you're like, oh, this makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you think because he's very because he's very narcissistic. I guess he's kind of narcissistic in that sense. Loki. Very low key. Mm-hmm. Speaking of villains mm-hmm. and how scary they are. Wow, isn't that a nice segue? Such a nice segue into, and it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Some scary stories or scary conspiracy theories because we love those. Spoopy stories. So the first thing I thought of was the Slenderman thing, right? Mhm. And so, actually, in um, it's based off of the creepy, uh, it's the creepy pasta, the Slenderman thing, and like, um, and I saw the movie that came out, I think, a few years ago. There was a Joey movie. King. Yeah, it had Joey King in it, and um, yeah, it was like it was based off of the incident that happened in 2014, that uh, <gasps> with the girls. Like, yeah, with the girls. Ah. Uh. Mhm. Uh. Yeah. I don't itself, think we have it, to say it. If you're curious, look it up. It's kind of yeah. graphic, though. It's Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, it's the movie so... itself wasn't, like, that intense, really. And, like, mm-hmm. it was a lot of a lot, like... It was very... It's kind of open-ended, because, like, sometimes you can't tell what is what was reality and what wasn't, what was, like, their mind. Mm. Like, as soon as, like, they thought that they saw him, then, like, their minds were, like... I don't know. And then, like, they would, and then, like, he would come and he would, like, I don't know. I don't know if he would, the thing is, he would come up behind them and, like, get them. But, like, I I never knew if, like, he actually killed them in real life or if they just disappeared or if they all went crazy in their in their imaginations. I don't know. I'm already getting the heebie-jeebies. I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I shuddered a bit. <laughs> I don't know if it was out of instinct. I sh- oh, Man. No, I just don't. For me, it was more of like, um, what was that creepy uh, urban myth of? I remember as a kid, that whole um, Bloody Mary thing. Yeah, that was weird. I, I never tried it. it. Did it work? <laughs> no. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. I don't, listen, I don't mess with that stuff. Like, what this one time, I don't mess with, like, spiritual stuff whatsoever. Because this one time, my uncle gave me a Ouija board. Because he works, <laughs> he used to work in, um, for Hasbro. 
Yeah. And wait, uh, wait a minute. Why is Has? If it comes from Hasbro, then you know. <laughs> These are the same people that like created what, <laughs> dude. I don't know why like, it's every, a toy. Every cheap, every cheap game that every child played. Exactly, but like, still, I was like, I was like, he put it on my lap, and he's like, "Here you go," and I'm like, "Uh, I don't want it." Like, pol- as politely as I could, I gave it back to him, and he's like, "Nah, but just give it to one of your friends," and I'm like, "I don't think they'd want it either." And my mom, being the most amazing person she is, looks at what I have on my lap. And she's like, this isn't going in my house. This is not going under my roof. You're taking it with you. And I look back at her and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and then that whole Charlie Charlie thing with the pencil. Yeah, the Charlie with the... I never did that. And I never believed it either. Whack. I don't... Even if... I don't believe in it, but I still won't mess with it. I would never mess with it. Ugh. Do you know that? <gasps> oh my gosh. You want day? What? Why? We're both going to Connecticut. Yeah. I think the Warren's Occult Museum is in Connecticut. Is it? I'm pretty sure. It, well, it is. It has to be. Well, hashtag the more you know. <laughs> more you know. We get to see Annabelle the doll. Oh my god. That's I funny. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know how I do with horror. Okay, so um, going, kind of actually going back to Sunderman a little bit, I would I guess I would watch people play like scary games and horror games. Like, I don't mind that. Like, jump scares in video games, it you know, I get used to them, but mm-hmm. and I guess jump scares in movies, I like get used to them as long as I'm watching them like with someone and not by myself. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't do like sci-fi horrors, like cause oh no, just, I can't do it because like I, because like okay, have you ever heard of like, especially in the '80s when they were like using like graphic effects for like the first time ever, mm-hmm. you know, and they would like overload you know mm-hmm. uh, actually if you ever don't look it up because it'll the images will give me like the images are gross and like um in and like if you look on the google like on the google look on google some <laughs> gifs will pop up and it's gross don't say it ever, then <laughs> it, like it's, if you it's don't tell bit, people to google something they're gonna google it i mean honestly they can if they want they're not bothered by it because it's a movie but it's an 80s movie, actually, it's a recreation of a 50s movie, The Fly, and it's the 80s recreation of of it, starring Jeff Goldblum. And, like, it's about, like, this man, this scientist who, like, creates, tries to create this cloning device oh, no. or something, or body swap thingy. <gasps> but the thing is, like, as he's doing it, a fly flies in and, and get interferes with the uh, machine as it's going off. So what happens is that... Um, he and the fly, the fly and him, like, end up mutating. Their, their DNA mutates, and then he starts turning into a fly slowly. <gasps> and, it's and it's very, very gross. And it's, you know, it's 80s graphics and all I know. No, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, poor Jeff. Poor, they did to poor Jeff Goldblum, literally. I know. This is... Guys, this is, like, my actual reaction. I don't... <laughs> This is I don't uh no <laughs> last episode it was maggots now it's flies <laughs> I'm telling you man is there a theme here I literally I heard it mentioned I was like ooh what is this and they googled it and I was like never again never no again. I'm not no thank you I'm good I'm, I'm having good. a nice time I'm great Jeff Goldblum can you know I don't know he can I love him but you know. He can have a fun time. <laughs> you know, he can have a fun time in the 80s when he did that. It was a fun time. <laughs> Man, the 80s. <laughs> Speaking of the 80s. <gasps> Speaking of the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Man, we're just hitting all the transitions, aren't we? <laughs> Out of nowhere. You see, this rambling has a point. This rambling does have a point to it. And somehow... Uh-huh. Now that was a pun. 
That was a bun. But then again, it's the same pun we've been using. <laughs> and we're going to continue to use. Yeah. Honestly, this is that. Yeah, this is no accident. Like these ramblings have somehow ended up being right segues into the next segments. Honestly, I don't remember what what the order of because we haven't because we have because we had because Issa wrote an outline because mm-hmm. we started doing outlines of actually no we always have an outline since behind the always, scenes. I I say always like we've had like a hundred episodes, but this is only our second one. But we have outlines for our um for our episodes mm-hmm. and honestly i don't even remember what was on there anymore or even the order of it and somehow this conversation is ended up being perfect in the segues we love this we love the structure the randomized structured chaos that is <laughs> <laughs> this podcast the structured tomfoolery to be specific structured tomfoolery i feel like that should be a, a portmanteau that is <laughs> oh, portmanteau that's the word of our podcast. It should be. We should. Yeah. This should be a portmanteau of of structured tomfoolery. Stromfoolery. <laughs> so we usually we rotate our segments. So today, first off, we're going to have the history of nothing. Mm-hmm. And because it's nighttime. Yes. What's what comes up in the night? The moon. What mm-hmm. else is related to the moon? Moonwalking. <laughs> yep, no no joke. That's how she came up with it. That's exactly how I came up with it. No this joke. was like at and, 1 a.m. Yeah, and that's where that, and you know, moonwalking, Michael Jackson, the 80s. And that's, the where, 80s. That's, how, that's how that's like, this is, the 80s are pretty great. The 80s are so great. But listen to this. So, yeah. Michael Jackson immortalized the dance move during his performance at Motown 25 in 1983. But allegedly, the moonwalk might have been a later incarnation of a dance move by tap dancer Bill Bailey. And in addition to tap, Bailey also acted appearing in films like Cabin in the Sky. And the first recorded, where, which this, this movie is the first recorded version of the moonwalk, which he called the backslide. Super original. Super creative. Exactly what I would have called it. Because <laughs> it is a backslide. <laughs> I don't know how Moonwalk came to be. but I feel like I heard that before. But continue. There are also other variations of the move that were captured in the 80s, in the 30s, called The Buzz by Cab Calloway, who was a jazz dancer, singer, actor, and band leader. And when the okay. 70s and early 80s came in, it took on the more smooth and graceful form of Michael Jackson. How the name Moonwalk came to be is something that's a mystery. That's actually really interesting. So you got your little bit of dance history today. Wow. <laughs> little Moonwalk. Wait, I cannot so do the Moonwalk. I can't Moonwalk either, but I'm trying to learn. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to learn how to moonwalk this summer. That is the quarantine lifestyle bug list. <laughs> Moonwalking without socks and without soap on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to moonwalk with soap on the floor? No. <laughs> Actually, no, I never have. But honestly, I might have as a kid. <laughs> really, yeah, a lot seems- of things happened when I was a kid. That seems like a you thing to do. It seems like an Issa thing, doesn't it? It really does. It's a very Issa thing for you Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. It's so very Issa. I mean, yesterday, listen. Yesterday, I was... I was shuffling a playlist. And I was... I had Avatar songs in my playlist. So Secret Tunnel comes on. I was literally... (laughs) I did a whole routine on top of my bed of Secret Tunnel. And it was the <laughs> It was great. It was I was man. It was just like that one scene where Aang is in the cave and they're all doing like they're all dancing, having a good time. <laughs> and dude, let me having dance parties on your own at night hit different 
they really do actually <laughs> um you actually want to know something um but think i do was before i think it was like before hoko mm-hmm. i think actually no it was before hoko but i think i still do it now since i created this playlist of throwback hits mm-hmm. and throwback actually i actually have two different playlists i have a playlist called old school which is 19th uh not 19th 20th century uh like the late half like from the 60s to the 90s and i have a and i have a throwback which is 2000 to 2015 and so actually one actually a few nights before hoko because i was like in the mood i was thinking about like you know homecoming and the songs or whatever Mm -hmm. i literally i literally just put on the cha-cha slide at 3 a.m and just did it at 3 (laughs) a.m did the did the cha-cha slide i did the cupid shuffle did the electric oh. slide i did the wobble and then i put on suavemente Besame. oh my gosh <laughs> you knew that i was gonna do that come on <laughs> i put that on it was at 3 a.m that's what i did that's again forever guarantee <laughs> those songs forever. have a forever guarantee Especially Tato Slide. <gasps> Dude, okay. Do you remember in our DMs where we were... <laughs> That's a very odd way to start. <laughs> but we the might as well story... mention it. <laughs> we... <laughs> thing is, why do you have to say it like that, though? You couldn't have said, oh, yeah, when we were talking before. No, in our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> when we were making the idea for this podcast. We were, <laughs> I don't know how it started. I really don't remember, but we were just saying, we were saying the lyrics to the cha-cha side, saying slide to the left, slide to the right. And then we talked about the Charlie Brown, like, what is the Charlie Brown? Yeah, because yeah, no one ever, because no one ever knew what the Charlie Brown was. I feel like, because I feel like that's definitely like a thing in the 2000s where like if you were an adult or like a, like at least a teenager, mm-hmm. you knew what that was. But like, we all learned it. We were like. But, like, that came out when we were, like, really little. So, like, by the time we were, like, aware of the Charlie Brown, we, no one knew what it was. Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, in my school, it was that whole, we would, we would just, like, wiggle around, like, Charlie Brown. Sometimes, we would kind of just do whatever, and then, or some of us would just look at each other, like, what, what is it? No one knew. Shrug. But, like, keep going. You showed me that video of what it was, and it was actually, it was, it was actually based on the, that dance in Charlie Brown, where, like, one of the kids, right? I, I know, maybe it's Linus. No, I don't think no. it was Linus. I definitely know what it was referencing, though. It was definitely referencing the Christmas episode, where, yeah. like... They're trying to do the Christmas play, but everyone keeps getting distracted, and that's where that fate and then that famous um, uh, theme that Charlie, the famous sorry Charlie Brown theme, which is actually called the song is actually called Linus and Lucy. If you were wondering, yeah, it's called Linus and Lucy, which I thought was which I thought was great that they actually named the theme after two of the characters in the in the um in the cartoon. Yeah, and that's when they get distracted, like, the kids are doing, are, like, dancing or whatever. And then I think there is that one child, I think it's, like, it doesn't have a name, but it was just one child that's just doing, like, this dance. And I think that's what that was referencing. I think he has a or, name. Hmm. I'm pretty I sure. Have, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. We don't know. But, like, man, Linus and Lucy, that's a, that's a Christmas, again, Christmas songs. I did, why am I saying it again as if I said it before? Christmas songs, they are, when it's Christmas time, of course they hit different. But also when yeah. it's, like, not Christmas, they also when, hit way different. Yeah, they do. I think I was listening to a Christmas song, I think, five minutes, or not five minutes, like, an hour ago. Yeah, five minutes ago while you were <laughs> recording. Yeah, five minutes ago while I was recording this podcast, <laughs> I listened to this song. I listened to a Christmas song. You could hear, you could hear and Linus and Lucy you. right now. <laughs> Right now, and I was actually ignoring your story about moonwalking. I was actually listening to a Christmas song. No, wow, kidding. thanks. <laughs> Is you one day sarcastic? Is this sarcastic? This is. A... I, I think so. Do you think? Let us know. <laughs> this sounds like a very much like a Dora. It does. 
This is all connected, guys. <laughs> it is all connected. We have a plan, or we're really good at convincing you guys that we have a plan. <laughs> there is a method to the madness. There's a point to it. I'm pretty sure we said that in the last podcast. And there's a method to the madness. That is the best version. No, that's the best sentence that use alliteration that uses alliteration that I've heard in a while. There's a method to the madness. That's the best sentence of alliteration you've heard of. That is, wow. I'm gonna say that now, because <laughs> people are like, "How do you study at two a.m.?" I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Now I can oh. say there's a method to the madness." <laughs> You know, if it's 2 a.m., come on. Ooh. It's at 2 a.m. It's always at 2 a.m. where I'm, like, I'm the most awake somehow. Like, 1 a.m., I'm, like, super tired. But then 2 a.m. hits, and I'm, like, yeah, ready to start yeah, the day. I feel like once I get past, like, the initial tiredness of 11 and 12, and then I go to, like, 2 a.m., I'm, like, yeah, I'm definitely awake now. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. It really doesn't, but... It do- It shouldn't. It doesn't, and it shouldn't. <laughs> The Cisadian, Cisardian, Cisadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm. Okay. Circadian rhythm. <laughs> we should also start a segment helping Issa pronounce things. Yeah. Circadian. Just do a grammar and spelling and pronunciation lesson. Maybe we should just have English class right here, right now, with me. Just... It's English class. English class with you, Wanda. How do you spell definitely? Definitely. D E F I N I T E L Y. Okay, I always mess it up. Always. Even with autocorrect, I'm always messing it up. One of my friends, literally every single time he spells definitely, it's like D E F I N E T E L E L Y. I'm like, that's not it. That's how I write it. Dude! I was like, that's. I'm like, that's not it. He's like, like, he's like, it's like, but that's how it sounds. I'm like, no, but that's not it. That's not well, how you spell. To be fair, toilet sounds like T-O-Y-L-E-T. But as a kid, I was like, toy, let, toilet. I remember, I remember I, it was always, I always forgot how to spell necessary. But one of my friends told me. Like, this little, like, trick thingy. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's necessary for a shirt to have one collar and two sleeves. One C, two S's. Ah. hmm That's and smart. You, and then I have to say necessaries to know that the C comes first and not the S. I remember this. Man, that's a good trick. Grammar tricks are yeah. always, like, the most confusing but also so easy. Yeah. Like, there was this, um, I remember watching this, uh, I for uh, maybe his name is Brian, this, this skit, this comedy skit, stand-up comedian, and he's yeah. like, I before E except after C, and something lady in way, I don't know, I have to look it up. <laughs> it's 12 a.m. now, guys. <laughs> it's actually 12.02 a.m. 12.02 almost four hours to witching hour <laughs> so, I never I'm got sure, that but I'm pretty sure the hour of, isn't 3am the hour of mischief yeah pretty did sure you say four? did you say four hours yeah that's not correct math wait two, 12 1 2 3 yeah it is math four hours did you did you? You don't. You don't start. You don't count twelve. I count twelve. You don't wait. Cause twelve. No. No. It's an hour one. It was two, and three. It's three hours. <laughs> twelve to three. Three. Yeah. It's three. It's three hours. <laughs> That's solidifying the point that this is this podcast is all about tomfoolery. Literally, it's. I know. I'm gonna look back and be like, "This is me at 12 a.m. Really? Yeah. And no then 12 a.m. me is gonna be like, "Yeah, relatable." 
<laughs> this is <laughs> once as soon as it hits 12 a.m i lose all i lose the most basic math abilities and writing <laughs> abilities and it's also when i'm at my most creative because the this 12 a.m. was always the time I wrote my college essays because that's when like the ideas would soar and everything and then I'd wake up and be like what college is this essays, plural did you write more than one at 12 a.m. yes <laughs> did you just pick a version what do you mean you mean college essays or your supplementals or just like your college essay college both essay? both how, how do you think I could write pocket? How can you, how do you think I would write about pockets? Same. <laughs> That's I, also very true. <laughs> well, it was well, it was probably ten a.m. when you started telling me about pockets when we first met. So, well, yeah, but like really going deep about pockets—that's a twelve a.m. topic. <laughs> Come on, all the all the great TED talks. Like that, we have <laughs> we have discussed together. All the TED Talk worthy discussions have happened near twelve a.m. That's that's kind of true. I think that's also when we started talking about childhood TV shows at twelve a.m. <laughs> Which is what talking. we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what we have done. And man, twelve a.m. is like. To the teenager, 12 a.m. is the best hour. <laughs> it's also the hour where you feel like rebellious. You're like, ha-ha, I made it to the next day without sleeping. Uh, it, it is the next day. <laughs> no, it's actually the start where you start counting down the the, the hours of sleep you're going to get if you go to bed at this time. Oh, yeah. Ex- yeah. It's like, if I go to bed now, then I'll get about maybe like five hours of sleep. Okay. Okay, if I go to bed now, then I'll get about, like, maybe four and a half hours of sleep. I go to bed now, maybe, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever pulled an all-nighter, I think I've told you this, first time I ever pulled all-nighter was in kindergarten. I felt so rebellious. I was watching a full-on marathon of Tom and Jerry. Yeah. It was the best time of my life. And then I noticed the sun came up, and I'm like, oh, whoops. I guess it's time for class. Let's go spell. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I don't even remember the first time I pulled an eyeliner, but I remember that, like, during the summers, like, I would just pull straight all-nighters. Like, it would just not, I would, or near all-nighters. Like, it would stay up till about maybe 4, 4, actually, one time I stayed up till 7 a.m. And then I just went to bed and woke up again at, like, 11.30 or, yeah, 11.30? 11 or 11, yeah, 11.30, 11 o'clock-ish. Dude, I cannot, okay. I have a problem where I really don't like waking up at, like, the afternoon. Or near afternoon. Because then I feel like I've wasted half the day already. I don't know why. Yeah, being a, yeah, one of my friends, most of my friends, actually... My best friend wakes up at, like, 9 every day. And then one of my other friends, he wakes up at around 7 every day. <gasps> and I'll be like, how can you, I'm like, how can you do that? He's like, if I, if I wake up later, then I feel like I've wasted the whole day. He's like, okay, fine. <laughs> but, like, 7 a.m. every day. And sometimes he'll, like, even text me at around, like, 7.30. And I'm, when I'm, <gasps> like, not, and I'm, like, not even awake. I'm like, dude, I'm not awake. You know that. <laughs> you know what? It's the thought that counts. He left you a message. <laughs> uh, he just bothering me about different things, but it's okay. About what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> about ra- about <laughs> random. <laughs> Randomer than this podcast? No, not as random as this podcast, but pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. He's not gonna. I bet. I don't. He's not gonna listen. He's not gonna listen to this. I'm not gonna mention his name, but he's not gonna listen to this <laughs> if I keep talking. If I keep talking about him, I don't know if he'll figure it out if I'm talking. If I'm talking about him or not, <laughs> but he he probably won't listen to this anyway. You know, it's also random. What this transition? <laughs> this transition I'm about to make into song of the week. <laughs> Man, we're just hitting it, aren't we? 
we're just hit we're just really hitting it hitting it hitting it hitting it who's the grammar person now just i do because that was an accent but um sometimes i just like sometimes i just like say words like weirdly on purpose like if you like a lot of like my friends like my friends who are listening to this know this like the ones who like see me like every day like they yes are used to see me like they know this like i mm-hmm. like sometimes i just say sometimes yeah will be just yahweh sometimes <laughs> I, I used to just say canada is canada sometimes canada yes canada because i'm just you know sometimes you just do that mm-hmm. and like other words i just say weirdly on purpose because why not i feel like saying words <laughs> sometimes saying words correctly is just boring so it's true know. what's that vine where it's like like um oh, I not free shavaka do but another one where they're in a grocery store another one no wait 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 <laughs> <laughs> DJ Khaled. No, no, no. Sorry. It's like sorry. Lefi Saviers. Lefi Saviers lifesavers. Lefi Saviers. Lefi Saviers. Lefi Saviers. Mispronouncing words is some of the. That's the best. When you stop listening to this podcast, at the end of this podcast, mispronounce a word and try not to laugh. Wait, do you remember Watermelon? <laughs> oh, of course I remember Watermelon. How can I not remember Watermelon? Watermelon. Watermelon. It's a Watermelon. Next to a Watermelon. I miss TikTok. I mean, what did I just say? <laughs> I miss Vine. I miss Vine. R- well, R- TikTok. R.I.P. Vine. R.I.P. TikTok today, no? I heard TikTok is going to be banned. Yeah, I heard about uh, that's on pointy news <laughs> that's a brief pointy i don't know yet we are yeah, informed no because supposedly china is spying on us with it because i know that they have chinese the china tiktok comes from china does it not i think so yeah but i don't know i feel like i feel like they already i don't know there's some people that are like i don't really care you know because like why would china want to spy on a bunch of americans basic Americans. Americans doing vine-like <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Only <laughs> You know what's great about TikTok? What? The songs. <laughs> Which we <laughs> I say song of the week and then we go into something completely <laughs> completely different. Yuande, yeah. you had a song of the week. What's your song of the week? My song of the week. So right now, my song of the week is Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty cool. The first time I think I heard it like um, in a commercial and I was like, this sounds pretty funky. It has that nice. It's a the song as a whole has a nice seventies disco vibe to it, but like the thing that got me and what got most people why it's so like it sounds so nice is that the bass line is so great and it's very reminiscent of um Queen's Another One Another One Bites the Dust. Like Ooh. that riff. Or um and someone else mentioned this. It was another band. Um it's a song called Need You Tonight, I'm pretty sure. And it's called this band. It's I-N-X-S. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know if it's N-X-S or if it's just like I-N-X-S. But it's, def- but it's very reminiscent of that song, too. And that's why I like it so much. Like, I mm-hmm. really like a lot of, like, I love, I guess I, I guess I like, like, songs of the 80s and 90s and, like, 70s, you know? Like, that's there- just my, that's my favorite genre. Or not genre, but, like, category of music. Forgive me, forever guarantee. <laughs> this 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 podcast is forever guaranteed. Forever guaranteed will always remain a classic among us. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's my song of the week. So go listen to it if you haven't already. I'm pretty sure you've heard it so many times. Actually, mm-hmm. if you probably heard it if you've seen the commercial with um the uh, Tostitos and Lace where they talk about summer. It's it's that song in that commercial. <laughs> it's that song. Mm-hmm. Go listen to it. 
go listen to it. It's pretty, it's actually pretty cool. And it's really the only thing, I don't really listen to Dua Lipa like that, but it's like the one song I've heard. I mean, I guess other than New Rules, it's the one song I've heard, or it's the song mm. I've heard hers, you know? Hear that, hear that so many times. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good, but it's not my cup of tea. Mm. Real good. Yeah. My song of the week? Yeah. It's gonna have to be, man, I have to go back to my secret tunnel. Come on. Your what? Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. It's <laughs> It's a it's an it's in Avatar the Last Airbender. It's just when you have a dance party with a song, it sticks with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also a bop. And it's like it's that or either the Wonder Pets. <laughs> If I'm being completely not serious. Like the Wonder Pets themes. <laughs> of course. We work. <laughs> What's gonna work? Teamwork. You can't tell me that's not the song of the week then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should just name our favorite childhood songs. I think that's what we should do. For actually, song no, of the we, week. Act- we actually had a plan what to do, but I'm now I'm just interrupting that with childhood songs. This is the childhood segment. <laughs> and I think, wow, we have gotten to 62 minutes. Yeah, which is actually better than last time. <laughs> so much better. So, we are now going to relax and listen to this cacti fact. Mm-hmm. As we do at, every, at the end of every episode. Yes. So, today's fact. The spines or thorns stickers of a cactus are highly modified versions of plant leaves. There are very few cacti species with true plant leaves, and these sharp spines and the thick, tough skin of the stem help to protect the cactus from animals who would otherwise have easy access to the liquid inside. Don't drink cactus juice. Don't drink cactus juice. You know, it's, it's actually not good for you. I'm it's pre- not the quenchiest. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't don't I thought like you could? I thought like if you drink cactus juice and like it quenches your thirst if you're like in the desert if you're like desperately looking for water and like dehydrate or whatever. Avatar told me it's not good for you. <laughs> but is Avatar is Avatar correct? Mm. <laughs> don't ask me that's at 12 a.m. <laughs> honestly listen I got the heebie-jeebies earlier from Slenderman for no reason whatsoever you cannot tell me that <laughs> I don't know ask me when it's 10am <laughs> and wow so since it is nighttime and it is 1216 we decided we'd, we'd give you some chill some chill songs some chill relaxing playlists to use if you're trying to maybe yes fall asleep or just relax at night highly recommend um literally animal crossing music at (laughs) night i'm like the most i'm like man today's is my playlist so far has just been video games and shows but (laughs) (laughs) my animal crossing music at night guys Mm -hmm. oh it is ambient and beautiful and it's amazing highly it's super chill too and you can sleep to it and i also recommend let me let me pull it up i also recommend uh literally mono man this artist named Monoman. He's on Apple yeah. Music or Spotify, also on YouTube. And mm-hmm. if you've ever watched um I think the channel name is Pyong. Pyong. I might be I'm hundred percent pronouncing that wrong. But mm-hmm. <laughs> where um this artist does like she draws things like super cute where it's like love is like, little things of love. Like, love represented in small things, right? Super cute. Yeah. The instrumental behind it. So calming. Ugh. Mono Man. Wow. Anything of him. 
his albums. Great for a nighttime playlist. What about you, Yuande? Um, so I I guess for chill songs, I recommend Redbone by Childish Gambino. Mm. It's very nice and very chill. You know, has that nice little I guess retro vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I also recommend um a Disney piano music. Yes. Yeah, it's like my favorite. Actually, I usually use it to do work too, but it's also very mm. chilling. Also very chill and relaxing. And I also recommend anything by Khalif. Because I just love his voice. His voice is so like so soothing. calming. Huh. Yeah, it's so calming. I just Khalif. Like it's anything. So it's so nice. And also, I guess I guess I'm gonna mean like the five percent, but <laughs> ASMR. I know most people I know like people make fun of it and like it's very like I don't know, it's very like a stigma, I guess, towards it, but like it's actually it's actually really, really like calming and it's not all like weird stuff <laughs> that people are thinking of, you know? Like it's actually very like calming and like there are people there are actually some really nice um ASMR creators that like do like really creative like um what they call role plays and it's not as weird as it sounds. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like it's like creative it's it's like creative it's like i don't know like attack on titan theme or like anime mm. theme or like video game theme you know or like you know you know the ones like the ones where you do like there's like a hair like you do like a haircut or like you put on makeup or you do like an 80s sleepover and they're even like ones based on friends in the office mm. you know so like actually shout out to um gb who's a great asmr creator um amy k asmr she's really cool she's really mm-hmm. great um um uh creative calm she's also a really good one she's mm-hmm. british she has a great she has her accent's really nice Hers. <laughs> um she's great and ryan asmr he's cool too so those are my like some of my favorites and yeah that's my chill thing yes ma'am and we must close off this episode because sleep is sounding like an idea. Maybe is, not an action, but an idea. It's an idea, and we're going to ignore it, and that's going to be another <laughs> dollar. That's going to be another dollar to put in. But <laughs> till then, guys, it's a cacti life. It is a cacti life. Stay sharp, you guys. And also, good night. Namaste.